This is Johanna Wilderk. Coming up is Wild Oak Living. Stay tuned today. We're going to be talking more about how to support humanitarian causes in the in Ukraine. In the in the second half of the hour today, we're going to be talking about wildfire safety and preparing for the wildfire season. So stay tuned for both of these, which are sure to be fascinating program segments. Stay tuned for Wild Oak Living. Good morning, Mendocino County and beyond. This is Wild, this is Johanna Wildeck and you are tuned to Wild Oak Living, the program about sustainable living and building community in Mendocino County and beyond. The program comes to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. If you have feedback or program suggestions or questions or want to hear websites mentioned in the program, send me an email to contact at wildoak.org. That's contact at wildoak.org. Today, we have two program segments for you. We're going to start out getting an update about uh, supporting the hum- humanitarian causes in, in Ukraine. You might remember that uh, two weeks ago, um, we had uh, a, a woman from the west of Ukraine, Maria, talking to us about the situation in some of the smaller towns and, and the countrysides in Ukraine, th- those places that are, that historically, you know, are slower to receive help. And, um, she encouraged us to create community to community connections between, um, Ukraine and, uh, our community here in Mendocino County. And we are here to give you an update on what's been happening up in that area. And there are some exciting things to report that, uh, offer possibilities for people to engage in and to support right here locally. And we're going to be joined by Mary Rose Kajarowski, who's going to tell us about um, some of the things that are going on here in our area. And we're also going to be joined by Lisa Harvey. Lisa Harvey is with an organization called Nova Ukraine, and uh, they are uh, a 501c3 in the Bay Area that is uh, also generating local support for Ukraine, and she's going to tell us all about that. So I would like to welcome uh, Mary Rose Kaczorowski and... Uh, Lisa Harvey, somebody's trying to call us on the phone. We are going to be taking phone calls uh, at some point. Uh, we're not quite ready to take phone calls yet. Um, so if you could please be patient and uh, and call back when we open up the phone lines in a few minutes. Or if it's something urgent that you need to communicate, uh, perhaps you can call the station at 895-2324. Thank you. All right, let me see if we can have... Mary Rose and Lisa join us on the air here. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, good Mary morning. Rose. Good morning, Hannah, and good morning, Medicina County. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, both of us, uh, both of you for joining us this morning. Um, uh, Mary Rose, you probably heard that uh, I indicated that as in, 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 
perhaps as a result, but maybe maybe just sort of generated by the situation at large. There have been several things going on in Mendocino County um, that are supporting Ukraine, and you are here to talk to us about that this morning and give us an update. So the stage is yours, Mary Rose. Thank you so much, Johanna, for having me on and speaking to listeners all over California and beyond. I'm calling from uh, Fort Bragg, California. We're on the coast um, at the edge of the Pacific Ocean. And last week, as uh, two weeks ago, as everyone recalls, and as Johanna mentioned, we were talking to Maria Kushuk. She's the wife of the mayor of Komtinsky with their town mobilized. They're bravely dealing with the nearby bombardments and helping their area cope with the influx of inter- internally displaced Ukrainians. And many of those who are fleeing across the Poland and Romania and the Carpathian Mountains, and there are hundreds and hundreds who left the war zones and devastation to stay with friends and family in Kopczynski and surrounding areas. And um, as Johanna mentioned, she uh, asked us to help uh, in many ways, especially with community-to-community connections. And Maria told us about the town of Bozeman in Montana, who is fundraising to help send supplies to their area. And as we all know, the need is ever so great. The invasion and bombing is taking an enormous toll on Ukraine. And uh, I am happy to say I've been in contact, phone contact, with Maria's brother, who lives in Canada, He's collecting funds to get direct aid to his sister and to her town and the region there. He explained to me the donations that he's uh, receiving support managing the needs of internally displaced people and with food. And also those some of those funds are being uh, sent to help support those on the front lines with military equipment, medicine, and food. And some of the funds are sent directly to Maria. Um, through banking systems, and she keeps records of all contributions. Some are sent to their partners in Poland who buy the supplies and bring it overland to Kumczynski. If anyone wants to help in this way, you could reach me. I'll give you my phone number. That's 510-459-9448. Again, 510-459-9448. That's my cell phone. And we could discuss how to get your contribution to help there. Uh, that contribution is not tax deductible, but Lisa will talk about another way to help um, with tax deductible contributions uh, later in the show. And I'm so happy and proud to say how our own community is helping. We had the local sheriffs and law, law enforcement departments were donating helmets, medical supplies, and Kevlar vests. Harvest Market in Fort Bragg and Harvest at Mendoza's in Mendocino just announced with a big thank you to the local community. In just five days, they raised $8,196.36 from their store patrons, and Harvest then kicked in another $5,000 contribution for a total of $13,196 to help refugees uh, in Ukraine. Um, Scott Miller, who you may have seen at Fort Bragg's Wednesday Farmer's Market, and at Ukiah's Saturday Market, he has his mobile tool scissors and knife sharpening van. He has been donating the proceeds 
that people pay for his sharpening services to the International Rescue Committee Emergency Aid Helping Ukraine. And he's been doing this since last week, and he's doing it this week and next week at both farmers markets. He raised $108 last week, and he's hoping to um, get some more um, services so he could contribute again. Then we have Meredith Smith. She's owner of the Mendocino Cafe and Flow Restaurant in Mendocino, and she's nailing down a, a date for a benefit, um, hopefully by the end of the week, and is in the planning stages of a, a fundraising event to aid Ukraine. And she's partnering with her granddaughter and high school her high school friends uh, to help out. And th- anyone who wants to volunteer can contact Mary at her cafe directly in Mendocino. And she's also looking for musicians who maybe who could perform Ukrainian or Slavic mu- music. And Rotary Park across from the cafe in Mendocino is festooned with blue and yellow banners and. There are people collecting money around town. It's just quite amazing. And then we have Julie, who's our farmer's market manager. She has been painting paperweight rocks with the Ukrainian flag on one side and a sunflower on the reverse. And she's asking people to donate at least $20 to the World Central Kitchen since they've been on the ground feeding people uh in Ukraine at the borders, etc. So um, if you need to uh, get a hold of Julie, uh, she's doing this as her own, not part of not part of the farmer's market. You could see her at the farmer's market or look at her, find her on Facebook. That's Julie, A-P-O-S-T-U-L-U. That's how you pronounce her, uh, spell her last name. So these are just a few examples of our generous local humanitarians who are not just standing in solidarity with Ukraine, they're stepping up in so many creative ways. And I'm just so proud to, the stories just keep coming through, um, how this community is so caring, whether it's for helping our local food banks, whether it's for fire um, victims and refugees, and now for Ukraine. Oh, Mary Rose, those are, that is such good news. I'm, I'm so, I'm so delighted that our community is stepping up in so many ways. And you know what? If you are listening right now and there's something happening in your community here in our area that you're aware of, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines in a bit and you'll have an opportunity to call in and let us know if you want to galvan, or if you want to step up and galvanize a support project in your community and you're looking for other people to join you, that will be your opportunity to to get the word out about that. Um, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking uh, to Mary Rose and to Lisa Harvey a bit, and then we'll open up the phone lines, and you're welcome to join us with that kind of information, or if you're looking to connect with somebody that uh, you want to work together to to raise some funds or to do some other support activities. Um, Mary Rose, uh, should we switch to Lisa, or did you want to add something? I, I just wanted to... I- yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to add real quick uh, that I've been in touch uh, with Maria, and also she will be um, eventually speaking again with us uh, to let us know what's going on and how this the aid is helping. So I just want to uh, yeah, make sure people know we'll... 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it would be lovely to have, you know, just to speak to her and, and to, to update our listeners uh, about what's happening there. I, I just wanted to offer a bit of information and, and most of us may be aware of this because it's been in the news, but uh, I think Ukraine has about 44 million citizens. It's a huge country. I mean, if you just look at it on the map and compare it to the size of some of the other countries, it's, you know, it's a huge country, geographically speaking, with 44 million people. My understanding is that 4 million people have already fled the country, but that means there are 40 million people in that country who might be internally displaced now because their apartments have been bombed. Um and, or they've been otherwise been driven out of their homes. So the situation with refugees is very dire, and the situation with internally displaced people is very dire, too. I think we'll hear more about that when we talk to Lisa, but I just wanted to mention that as a background to our conversation. And Mary Rose, please yeah. stay. Yeah, go ahead, and please stay with us yes. if you can. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so important you brought that up, uh, Johanna, because Ukraine's almost the size of the United States. Yeah. If you put the map of Ukraine on on top of our country, it's almost the size of the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd like to welcome now Lisa Harvey from uh, Nova Ukraine. Thank you so much, Lisa, for joining us this morning. I know you're really busy. Uh, my understanding is your organization is a 501c3 and everybody, everybody works as a volunteer in addition to your, to all your day jobs. So I'm really happy that you're taking the time out to join us this morning to tell us what's happening and how people can support you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you. So tell us about uh, Nova Ukraine, how it came about, and what you are doing now, and, and maybe also give us a bit of a background on the situation that you're dealing with right now. Sure. So Nova Ukraine has been established in 2014. So it was established in 2014. It was an initiative of um, uh, local professionals in the Bay Area. Um, lots of people, uh, you know, like uh, voiced their, their concerns about... Um, you know how we can actually strengthen the Ukrainian community uh, in, the, in the United States, as well as what can we do in Ukraine to help. So we were always focusing on humanitarian efforts and education. So we never uh, broadened that sector, but uh, it was always our focus. Since the war started, we tripled our efforts and uh, the local community and um, basically people all over the world uh, gathered and um, to to help to support to open their hearts to op- open their homes you know to open doors of their homes and we are so overwhelmed with uh, gratitude for everything that's going on but um, it, it's 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 I guess it's senseless to stay indifferent you know in this uh, you're so right that we have to broaden our communities you know like to um, give uh, opportunity to people to um, help because uh, so many people are reaching us and they're willing to help so it's just uh, it's just amazing it's quite amazing and uh, like mary said um even in a local community uh, everyone can help like you can uh, help with a small fundraiser uh, if you're a business owner you can um find out how you can get a tax deductible receipt for everything you do um, so there's lots of uh, things going on right now. 
Can you give us some some examples of of the work that you're doing? Uh, what what are the biggest needs right now? What are are you are you primarily working with people in cities or or or, or just just give us like a few more examples about the kind of work that Nova Ukraine is doing right now? Yes, sure. I think it's important to start with um, basically what we do um, in Ukraine. And uh, as I said, it's a humanitarian efforts. We just had our meeting, which was all hands meeting with uh, updates on the numbers. So um, I believe that um, we've already spent over $4 million on uh, medical supplies, on um, um, life-saving first aid kits, on uh, tourniquets, on uh, uh, food and basic needs and uh, trying to um, figure out logistics. Uh, so uh, our biggest areas are Kharkiv, uh, Kiev, um, Mykolaiv, and Dnipro. Those are the areas where basically we're the most active um, in those regions. Uh, the most critical areas are Chernigov, Sumy, Kherson, Donetsk, and Lugansk. And those are the areas where we are we have an uh, amazing team of volunteers as well, and they're risking their lives every day uh, helping people. So our um, biggest focus right now are tactical uh, medical supplies, uh, surgical kits, uh, non-perishable food, uh, generators for hospitals, and uh, um, all those items are so urgently needed. So um, just a couple of weeks ago, after I uh, loaded two of my warehouses here locally in Orange County, um, we came to a solution that it's the, the help is needed right away. So we kind of just redistributed our efforts into fundraisers because um, fundraisers and, um, um, you know, help and financial help allows us to purchase items in Europe and those just get to uh, Ukraine faster versus uh, shipping from here. And we still have to cover the um, logistics and cover the cost of the plane. Uh, in average, it's about $3 per pound. So our biggest uh, focus right now is uh, what we can do and what we can purchase from uh, Europe, from Poland, from Romania, from um, Czech Republic, from Germany and deliver to uh, Western Ukraine, where our volunteers distributed to different regions. Yeah, that's a good point that you're making about, about uh, you know, d direct... Uh, direct lines and, and, and short, short shipping routes, because as you said, it, it looks like, you know, the information, the, the, not the information, the, 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 the things that you're providing to support for, as, as humanitarian support are needed immediately yesterday, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, um, we are, um, so, um, like amazed with how many people reached out to us. So, like, I just, uh, have a numbers. So um, about uh, 67, over 67,000 people donated in the last month. And um, I, I guess it's important to state that today is the 24th of uh, March, which means it's exactly 30 days, it's exactly a month since the war started. Um, people, um, you know, who, who reaching us, uh, they just can't stay aside, you know, like, uh, I, I get calls um, daily uh, from uh, um, local volunteers saying, like, what can we do to help, right? So what uh, what can we do to, you know, can we bring clothes? Can we um, collect food? Can we 
um, maybe we can um, reach out to people there. So, like, can we, like, I even received a call of people asking, like, I would like to adopt children who are um, displaced or who lost their parents in you know, this war. Uh, so, th- th- those calls are received daily. But I guess the, the, it's very important to say that, you know, like, what can I do right now to help? Because this humanitarian and, um, you know, just humanistic catastrophe is going right now. And we're trying to help right away. And imagine this, we have a like a 11 hour difference, right? So while we're sleeping, um, you know, people are trying to survive there. And I just can't stay aside, you know, like thinking about it, you know, like I, I think about this um, every minute, you know, I, we, we just, we just have to do something. Every minute somebody's getting bombed out of their apartment. Right. And Lisa, you have volunteers who are trying to round the clock deal with this. As you said, as we are sleeping, uh, volunteers here in the U.S. are trying to connect to see what is going on in Ukraine. And I'm wondering also, uh, President Biden has announced that the U.S. is going to take in 100,000 refugees and uh, are you uh, looking, you're always having to look ahead with this, I imagine, uh, mm-hmm. once refugees start flowing in. Um, and how can people help with that? And um, I just think it's amazing your organization has taken on so much with so little uh, staff, a little staff, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right, and we're like we're actually looking for some uh, information from the federal government, you know, to hear something from President Biden. And uh, um, you know, hundred thousand is a, is a, a amazing number, but you know, given the um, the size of this humanitarian uh, catastrophe, it's it's just uh, just a part of it, uh, just a small part of it. You know, I know that um, Poland is at their capacities, you know, for instance, to help. Uh, I, I, I like. One of the problems I, I, I think it's important to mention. So, uh, we received, um, you know, support from many, uh, um, small businesses as well as uh, big companies like Airbnb, for instance. So, um, we have a program to support refugees when they come to US or they're trying to relocate somewhere, uh, in the safety in Europe. Uh, we have a program that allows people to stay up to two weeks, uh, with no charge at Airbnb location all over the world except Ukraine. So that's a program that um, we coordinate, uh, which I think it's a it's a um, great opportunity for people to um, to like to to take uh, take a break and find out what's going on, where are they going next. Another program that we have is called Adopt a Family, where people can um, uh, send a direct help to a family in need, and that's a program that I personally coordinate. Uh, basically, what we do is uh, have a database of verified um, families, orphanages, uh, seniors, um, families with uh, special need kids, and um, I connect them with the local sponsors here, and I give them instructions how they can send money directly to, like how can they um, assist them directly with financial support, and then the the recipient in Ukraine sends me photos and uh, some notes how those money helped. So if you're interested in that program, I, I would love to tell you more. So you can reach out to me through NovaUkraine.org. Um, another, um, I guess, a big thing that we're doing can here. Can you we, spell that? That's Nova is spelled N-O-W-A. Is that N- correct? No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's a N-O-V as Victor, A, Nova oh. Ukraine. The one word. So like okay. uh, together. 
dot org. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go on our website. You can see more about the projects we're doing. And um, I, you know, like if if uh, like you said, um, you know, refugees will be coming very soon. And in fact, I know uh, quite a few already here in California um, who reached out to me. So we're um, trying to connect them with housing, with um, uh, some legal support because they definitely need. Um, you know, to figure out what's, what will be with their uh, status here so they can actually uh, secure some employment and, um, you know, just to become a part of local community. So that's that's a big part of our program as well. And um, we have Nova Ukraine volunteers who are dedicated to the refugee program as well. And I just want to repeat that website is NovaUkraine.org and that's spelled N-O-V-A-U-K-R-A-I-N-E dot O-R-G, NovaUkraine dot O-R-G. I'd like to just l take a minute to let you know that you are tuned to Wild Oak Living here on KZYX and Z Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. This is Johanna Wild Oak and this program comes to you every other week from 9 to 10 a.m. Today we are joined by Lisa Harvey from Nova Ukraine. She's a fundraising coordinator for Nova Ukraine, a Bay Area 501c3 that is supporting humanitarian causes in Ukraine and also uh, in helping refugees locally and around the world. And um, we are also joined by Mary Rose Kacharovsky, who is... Um, well, how should I call you, Mary Rose? She's sort of a focal point, <laughs> a focal point for 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 uh, um, the, the for humanitarian for serving you, you, for you, serving you, community and helping others. Exactly. Here in our community, she's in Fort Bragg, and she is. She talked to us earlier and is telling us about some of the uh, local. Um, support that has been generated and, and that has that that has sprung up right here in air a local community to help Ukraine and to help the people of Ukraine and it's so gratifying to see all the support that's uh, coming together and of course there are many many ways in which you can support uh, the people of Ukraine uh, the refugees um, yeah, and and all the all the all the immediate and longer mid and longer term needs uh, that are going that are there right now and that will be there in the future. If you are doing something in our community um, to uh, support this cause, um, please give us a call. In we're going to open up the phone lines in a couple of minutes, and you're going to you have you'll have an opportunity to help get the word out. If you're doing something in your community and you're looking to connect with others to do that, or if you would like to do something and you're looking to connect with this, this will be an opportunity for you in a couple of minutes to call into the program and to get the word out to uh, uh, to the mem other members of your community. So I, I would just like to, uh, Mary Rose, give you an opportunity. You've heard uh, Lisa Harvey talk about all the work that they do. If you have anything that that you know that you'd like to add or questions that you would like to ask about that, this would be a good opportunity. Yeah. One thing that I think is interesting, there are so many people in this in our county who are um, somehow um, connected through ancestry to that part of the world, and that's how I got involved was um, my connection uh, to family in uh, near uh, Tarnopol, Ukraine, uh, my family origins, uh, and I. One thing, Lisa, I, I'd like to un understand a little more is the situation for people who are elderly and disabled and those who are um, 
hurt and injured uh, from a lot of the awful um, bombings and explosions. And um, if you could talk a little bit about that, because that is is, is just such a humanitarian um it, it, I don't even have the words for it. It's unspeakable about what, you know what, how people are getting injured and killed. Yes, um, I, I agree with you, and that's why um, basically the program that we're trying to structure, like you know, um, so I've been with Nova Ukraine since 2019, so um, for over three years now, and um, I was always focusing on humanitarian efforts, and uh, we had um, reliable connections with volunteers. Uh, throughout Ukraine, we're focusing on these vulnerable communities, um, like you mentioned, senior living facilities, um, people with um, uh, dis- disabled people, uh, pe- uh, families with kids who have special needs. And oftentimes, especially now, they have such a hard time to relocate. So they they have to stay, you know, where they are, um, you know, in the dangerous conditions, you know. And um, unfortunately, they, you know, oftentimes the humanitarian aid is not even able to reach them because um, it's too dangerous to get to those areas. Uh, so that's why uh, we're trying to address the needs of those uh, people. You know, like I, I'm personally, you know, like that's personally my my goal. And uh, we're actually hosting a concert, like it's a benefit concert on Sunday. And I believe throughout communities all over California, at least that's what I know, uh, will be different concerts, musical concerts that support this. Uh, type of programs. So my program is, um, it, the goal is to feed 200 families, which when I say families, it's actually 200 of those uh, uh, individuals who are, um, you know, in the vulnerable, like the most vulnerable um, of the population that uh, stay in Ukraine. Uh, unfortunately, the prices, um, you know, of uh, basic uh, necessities uh, of the food skyrocketed. Uh, many kids uh, have to be on a special form or a special diet and the prices are just so high that, uh, like, moms contact me, and, like, contact with me and say, like, I, I just can't afford, you know, like, even with the money we had saved, we can't afford uh, the needs for the newborn, for the um, for the special need kids, you know. And that's my biggest uh, priority right now, to find resources for the, for the vulnerable population of Ukraine. And um, I'm, I, I'm basically, we are so grateful for all the support we received. And I really hope that if anyone wants to host a fundraiser or any special event, uh, please consider this program, Adopt a Family, where you can actually feel the real effort of everything you do, of, of all the money you raised by getting great, getting a note of appreciation from the family, from the recipient in Ukraine. And uh, you can be a part of this. And it's still tax deductible because it goes through our nonprofit. And yeah, again, you have a great website where you yeah. could fill out a form. Um, I was looking at your website the other day again to, to see an update, and there's a great form there that you could fill out and a way to uh, register your uh, event that you're planning, correct? Yes, that's correct. And that website, and again, is, is novaukraine.org, N-O-V-A-U-K. K-R-A-I-N-E, NovaUkraine.org, and, and we are speaking with Lisa Harvey, who is a fundraising coordinator with Nova Ukraine, and Nova Ukraine is a 501c3 nonprofit that helps support, um, get, and get funding for humanitarian causes in Ukraine and for Ukraine refugees.
Lisa, I did, and I'll give my phone number yes. out again mm-hmm. one more time mm-hmm. for those who want to help um, Maria's town and uh, get aid uh, that is not tax deductible donations, but we could get help that way. My number is five one zero four five nine nine four four eight, and then we could uh, work it out how we could get that money sent over there. And Mary Rose so is several in, ways here. Is, is in Fort is in Fort Bragg. Uh, Lisa, do you have a do you have a couple of minutes? Uh, I want to give you a chance to 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 add anything you wanted to add before I go to the phone lines. Do you have a couple more minutes to stay with us? Yes, of course. Yes. Okay, great. So, in, anything you'd like to add that I haven't asked you yet about uh, before we open up the phone lines? So, no, just uh, one thing I wanted to mention. Like, um, I was actually born in Moscow, in Russia, and my mom is Ukrainian. She was born in Mariupol. My dad has um, Ukrainian um, mom and dad as well. So many of us uh, have some ancestry. Some have uh, um, grandparents, you know, from Ukraine, uh, from Russia. So. I I feel that this this war has no boundary, so it has no um, um, nationality, it has no uh, geographical limits, uh, ge- geographical boundaries. It just connects to all the hearts of people, and uh, I believe kindness unite and anger and hatred um, just divide us and separate us. And you know, if you truly open your heart and like want to help you can uh, you know reach out mary or me or anyone uh, just you can do like uh, become a like, start an idea like you know and just um, ask yourself what can i do now to make this world better like uh, maybe like a tiny bit better and that would that, that matters a lot so i i, I appreciate um, you ladies bringing me um on, you know, on air and i really hope that this war will be will end soon, but I know that this humanitarian catastrophe will be uh, ongoing and uh, the support will be needed for ye- probably for yeah. sure years. for years now. And again, that website that Lisa Harvey, uh, the organization that she represents, Nova Ukraine, is novaukraine.org, or if you just type Nova Ukraine into your favorite search engine. And we've had a couple of callers who've tried to come uh, to come in. If you would like to redial now and join us in this conversation, we're, we'd love to hear from callers who are either organizing or interested in organizing uh, events or, or other fundraising activities here in, in our area, or if you have any questions of Lisa or Mary Rose, this would be a good opportunity for you to give us a call now and join our conversation. The number here in the studio is 707 391 That's 707-391-88. Oh, gosh, that's the wrong number. Sorry, 707 707- Eight nine five two four four eight. What am I doing? Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Too many phone numbers in my head. Give us a call um, if you are interested in starting something in your community, or if something's already happening in your community. Uh, give us a call and let our listeners know about it. This is a great opportunity to generate some support and connections with other members of your community to get something done. Don't be bashful. Step forward and let us know. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Or if you have any questions for both of our guests. Um, I, I have a, 
I have a, a little video lined up that I'm going to share with everyone uh, at the close of our program, and it is uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the president of the Ukraine, uh, a video that he did, I think, yesterday, and uh, that he's basically addressing to the whole world and and asking the entire world to uh to step up against this war uh, because you know as lisa as you as you said before this situation really is not it, it is of course a geographically a geographic situation it, it, it involves ukraine but uh, you know the, the 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 struggle of people who want to live freely and not be dominated by another country is is a universal struggle it's a struggle for democracy is a universal struggle and the struggle for humanity is is a universal struggle and and it it uh, you know it, it addresses all of us to do some small part to do something to reach out and 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 show and and help our fellow human beings and make this a more peaceful world. So give us a call, 895-2448-707-895-2448. And if, you know, if we don't get any calls, that's fine too. I just want to provide an opportunity in case people want to avail themselves of this opportunity and the the couple of people that have called in before and uh, when when I wasn't able to take calls yet, if you want to call back now, this would be a good opportunity. Mary Rose, you mentioned... Oh, here we go. We do have a call now. Let's see if I can actually do this without dropping any of us. Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Oak Living. Hi. I signed up to be a host for refugees on a website called Ukraine Take Shelter. Yes, I heard about that. UkraineTakeShelter.com, right? Yeah, I think so. And Mm -hmm. it just says... You know, how many people will you allow? Are pets okay? And what city are you located by? What's the nearest city? And, you know, I think it's a, there's so, you know, nobody's ever going to come up here. There's so many places between Mexico and Ukiah. But I just thought it would be one, you know, it would be helpful. If somebody did come, it would be a place. And I I got the website off of a uh, Ukrainian uh, community page in San Diego. So I think it's legit. <clears throat> I mean, it's hard to tell these days, but, um, and then when I signed up, it said red flags, you know, red flags for, uh, refugees and red flags for hosts. And I read through those and they were interesting. It said, you know, a red flag, if you're a refugee, a red flag would be if the person is asking you to trade for work mm-hmm. or babysitting mm-hmm. or sexual favors. And then for a host, the red flag would be like asking for money. And the first response I got was asking for money. And I don't know if that's a red flag or not. You know, I'm not going to, it's not for me to say, but I just, I didn't answer that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Because apparently refugees contact hosts uh, directly. Mm -hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. It's a, it's an interesting thing. I think it's a good thing. And that's my, Thank you for your courage in stepping forward and making your home available. And also thank you for sharing this with us on the radio. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I I, um, I, I heard about UkraineTakeShelter.com uh, 
uh, and also about people making their Airbnb uh, um, homes, as you mentioned earlier, Lisa, available. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Lisa, you mentioned that a lot of individual people are supporting you and also companies are supporting you. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that because you're in the Bay Area that um, a lot of the, the, the big and very rich companies in Silicon Valley are supporting you as well as uh, all, the, all, all the other people who want to support what your cause, what you're doing. Yes, and uh, uh, I, I, we have a few anonymous donors, you know, the, who decided to stay uh, anonymous. But mm-hmm. we have also uh, like uh, the company called Grammarly uh, was one of the large donations that they made, um, and uh, another artist, uh, Jack Dorsey, uh, made a huge donation, uh, which was one million dollars. And uh, all those money, like I said, you know, we are uh, so hundred percent goes to to the coast. So all of the volunteers that we have are uh, unpaid volunteers. So the only persons that being paid is our accountant, you know, who does taxes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, everyone else uh, have day jobs with professional in different areas. But all we do is like now, um, you know, we're volunteering our time. Sometimes we're finding time, you know, away from families and work, uh, trying to do this right. Yes, and I really appreciate it, as I said at the beginning of the program, that, that you took the mm-hmm. time out today to, to talk to us today. Um, I want to just reiterate, we are talking, you are listening to Wild Oak Living here on KZYX and Z, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. Um, and this is Johanna Wild Oak. I bring you this program every other week, every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. to this morning. My guests are Lisa Harvey from an organization in the Bay Area called Novo Ukraine. They support humanitarian causes and they also help connect uh, families and people in need in Ukraine with uh, directly with families here who and people who would like to support them. They also help refugees. They ship medical supplies. They do a lot of amazing things. Um, and if you would like to find out more about Nova Ukraine, you can go to their website, novaukraine.org. That's N-O-V-A. Ukraine.org. I'm also joined by Mary Rose Kajarovsky, who is uh, in Fort Bragg, and she's uh, kind of a, I call her a community focal point for, for, uh, because she reaches out and, and, and connects with uh, various people, um, who are, who are doing, um, um, fundraising events here or, or other ways to support humanitarian causes. And we do have, Oh, I thought we had... Yeah, we do have another phone call, so let's take one more call. Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Egg Living. Yeah, um, this is Randy from Willetson. I was wondering if we could make quilts, like small small quilts, not big quilts, but like lab quilts or anything, if that would be helpful to the mothers and the children and the people that are traveling elders. And if we could do that, I know, through my church... Um, we, you know, we've got fabric and materials, and I don't know if we could have a collection place for that. But I would like to offer, you know, my my hands to make quilts, and maybe we could do that as a collective, you know, here and from from uh, Mendocino to send them. And I don't know the people that are are working. I, I can't do money, but I can do my hand labor. Right, well, let's helpful. let's ask Lisa how 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 you could connect about that. Lisa, should, should this generous caller go to your website and, and, and connect with you that way, or what do you think? So uh, that's an amazing um, you know, suggestion. Thank you so much. Uh, 
uh, we currently have a struggle to um, deliver non-medical essentials to Ukraine. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, this is just uh, something will be needed probably a little bit later. And uh, it's just too um, financially challenging to do things like that. It, uh, uh, plus, it takes basically... So, like, just to give you perspective, like, if we ship it by plane... Uh, it takes at least a week, but uh, when we ship it by sea, uh, which makes more sense for clothing and other items, it takes over almost two months to get there. So, uh, we and people are relocating, people are moving from yeah. one place to another. Yeah. So, we, we don't really know, uh, you know, like when it's going to reach um, the people who, who you would like to, to, uh, to be addressed. So, another option I see, and um, many people who contact me about clothing and other um, handmade items. You know, uh, I, I suggest there will be refugees coming and, you know, oftentimes they have basically one or two suitcases with them. They have barely anything. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking, help. though, for, for, for just when, whenever they get to where they're going, if we could have either, I'm thinking through the right. churches, you know, or yeah. through the, the, the Russian embassy or through families, you know, we're doing, you're doing what, what I call uh, one-to-one, you know, face-to-face, mm-hmm. you know, the... the right. A good neighbor. You're being a good neighbor and a good, you know, we need the friends. The American Friends Service Committee, the Quakers, they have always been of service, you know, and, and volunteers. And I think that we, you know, there's many, many people. If we, if every, if every old, old person, old lady, you know, made us lap quilts. I'm talking about lap quilts. They're three by two. And just something that we could gather and have a place to put them. People as they need them, they could get them. But I, I don't know where to send them to. Randy, what, my suggestion would be that, that you go to NovoUkraine.org and, and see if you can connect uh, with, with Lisa. We've got lots of other calls, and I'm just, okay, I really want go. to support what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. Hello, caller. You're live on Wild Duck Living. Caller? Hello, you're live on Wild Duck Living. Oops, we lost that caller. I tried to catch the caller before they hung up. So let's see. If you want to call back, there's caller. a there's a go ahead. Yeah, there's a way that people could help with their handcrafted items by having uh, auctions or having yes. craft fairs. Yes, um, you know, and raise the money that way. Randy, if you're um, still your listening, churches, if you're still listening, yeah, centers, that, yes, yeah, Randy, if you're still listening, that's a great idea. You know, make those quilts, you know, and 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 people will buy them and give you money, and you can donate that. That might be a good way to go. Or at least one way to go. I also wanted to mention about the housing situation. With uh, when the caller mentioned about the red flags, the red flags are because um, there's hackers, and then you know organizations who are vetted to take um, uh, these, like Airbnb, who are housing uh, refugees. They are they set up a system, so there are checks and. Uh, to make sure that people aren't being trafficked or exploited. Mm-hmm. So make sure if you want to open up your home, you check out, as the caller did, to make sure there are red flags to watch for. Okay, that person hung up. I tried, yes. to, I tried to keep them on in the background, but they hung up. Th- 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 thank you, Mary. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's very important um, because uh, we already received several messages that uh, single moms, you know, with kids are, are 
being uh, helped by volunteers, so-called volunteers, but actually they're taking their uh, passports, de documents, and, uh, you know, young female um, ladies disappeared. So we already received several messages from from Europe from that's going on. So I think it's very important to mention that, you know, there still will be um, like a handful of uh, not so good people who can who try to take advantage of this. So yeah. it's, it's very important to know who you're working with, uh, to trust the volunteer you're working with and, um, you know, to, to see, to check, to do your own due diligence, to check the background of the organization you're partnering with, you know, just to be sure that uh, you, you're not being scammed. We have another call. Hello, caller. You're live on Wilder Living. Hello. Good morning. My name is uh, Toby Waite. I'm president of the Mendocino Rotary Club, and um, it was mentioned earlier that Tom Horner and the uh, Mendozas and Harvest Market generously, through their patrons, have uh, donated um, over $13,000. <clears> that was channeled through the Mendocino Rotary Foundation, which is a 501c3 organization, and um, our uh, honorary member, who is a president of the Sternberg, Sternberg, Germany um, organization, Rotary organization, has uh, organized uh, buying and uh, shipping medical and other supplies directly to Ukraine. And um, they're doing that because they can buy it cheaper in uh, Germany, the medical supplies, and then ship them directly all through volunteer uh, with no profit taking and uh, it's um, a wonderful way for people to donate and if they would like to donate to the Mendocino Rotary Foundation that is uh, post office box 1910 and Mendocino 95460 and uh, it is all tax deductible so Thank you, everyone, for all the good work that you're doing on behalf of Ukraine. And thank you so much Fantastic. for what you and Rotary are doing, and thank you for letting us know. Right. By the way, Tom is Fantastic. a member of our Rotary group in Mendocino, and uh, our small little group has uh, donated an additional uh, $7,000 to the, um, the people in uh, Rotary Starnberg to uh, get those supplies, which they have already done. The president of their group actually uh, has rented trucks and uh, is driving the supplies, which is about a 12-hour drive from their home to Ukraine. Tom, so thanks again. Tom, do you want to reiterate that address again if people want to support your work? Post Office Box 1910, Mendocino, California, 954 Six zero, and that's Mendocino Rotary Foundation. It must go to the foundation in order to be tax deductible. Thank you so much. Thank you again for calling in, and all the best. Thank you. Fantastic! Another way, another way. Community is working together. Amazing Rotary Club here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's heart it's heartwarming to hear about the work Lisa Harvey that that Novo Ukraine is doing all the all the different things that you are doing and and then all the different things that are happening in our own community right here to step up and to help this this urgent and important humanitarian cause 
of helping the people in Ukraine who did nothing to deserve what is happening to them now and uh and uh the whole world needs to respond in my opinion to just for humanitarian reasons um regardless of what how you feel about the political situation this is a humanitarian situation and and I feel that we need to step up and do what we can to address it So I can't believe we've actually gone almost for a whole hour Lisa and Mary Rose we had initially, we initially thought we would do a, a 20 minute program section and now it's almost almost 10 o'clock. so I just want to give uh, both of you a chance to reiterate um I'm going to save t about two minutes at the end so that I can play this message from Volodymyr Zelensky that uh, I think is very compelling but Lisa if you just want to briefly reiterate uh, how people can support you and uh, And Mary Rose, uh, if you want to just offer your contact information again as well. Well, I want to say, uh, first of all, thank you so much. Thank you to the community. Thank you for everyone who is stepping up. And, um, you know, like you, you, you don't need to think that you're just a small person somewhere far away in a different, like, different part of the planet. You're actually, um, you're actually a huge part of this because uh, that's how we actually, like, every, every person is, can do a lot. And uh, like you said, if you want to reach us, it's uh, through Norway Ukraine. It's a nonprofit uh, with, uh, with, with a um, long reputation helping people with humanitarian efforts in Ukraine, certain Ukrainian community in the United States. Uh, you can uh, find our contact on the NovaUkraine.org. You can find my contact there. Um, I would be happy to talk to you over the phone if you have any specific questions. I try to... Uh, build relationships with people who want to help, who want to start a fundraiser. Um, and I think, uh, you know, by building uh, connections with people, you know, we can actually do a lot together. And thank you, Mary. Thank you, um, Mendocino County. And uh, uh, thank you, Johanna, and everyone listening right now for doing their part. And I'm very grateful for all of you. And thank you, Lisa Harvey for, from Nova Ukraine, for taking out the time to talk to us this morning. And all the best for your work. Thank you. Mary Rose, do you want to offer your contact information again and any closing thoughts you might have? Sure. You know, when you look at the size of Ukraine and understand the complexities and, and how, how huge this country is, every little bit of aid helps. And when I first heard about what was going on through my UN NGO context, Women in Europe, I, I, I knew I had to step up and help, and I didn't know how I alone could do this. And so I reached out to my radio station. I reached out to other people in the community. And all of us are stepping up in our own ways, beautiful ways, It, it just makes my heart sing because my father was uh, a refugee after World War II and my whole side of the family, uh, grandparents, uncles, cousins were massacred by the, the Russian occupation. And um, the, I, am, I feel like I, I'm first generation who had lived through knowing a parent went through this and now I'm seeing more people having to go through this so I had to step up and do something so if you want to get in touch with me uh, to work on getting money to uh, the region that I Maria's region in western Ukraine through her brother I'm at 510-459-9448 uh, 
510-459-9448. And I could also give you more information about some of the people uh, that I spoke with who are doing their little part in our community to help with Julie making her paperweight rocks, um, Scott Miller, who's uh, the knife and tool sharpener, who's doing his services at the farmer's market, um, Rotary, anybody, um, uh, Mary at uh, Mendocino Cafe, um, just call me and I could put you in touch with them if, if it's hard for you to find them. And, and just uh, thank you to KZYX for uh, giving us this opportunity for community to help community. And uh, Lisa, I just so appreciate what NOAA Ukraine is doing. And um, we are all community. This is humanitarian crisis. And we are all stepping up and doing this together. And that is that is the good news that we need to tell each other because there's so much negative news, so much division, but this is something that we are doing together all over the world. And that, to me, should be on the front page of New York Times. Thank you, Mary Rose. And we just have like maybe a minute and a half, and I am going to play this video. Thanks for listening. This is Johanna Weldock. I'll be back in two weeks, and now we're going to listen to Vladimir Zelensky. The war of Russia is not only the war against Ukraine. Its meaning is much wider. Russia started the war against freedom as it is. This is only the beginning for Russia on the Ukrainian land. Russia is trying to defeat the freedom of all people in Europe, of all the people in the world. It tries to show that only crude and cruel force matters. It tries to show that people do not matter as well as everything else that make us people. That's the reason we all must stop Russia. The world must stop the war. I thank everyone who acts in support of Ukraine, in support of freedom, but the war continues. The acts of terror against peaceful people go on. One month already. That long. It breaks my heart, hearts of all Ukrainians and every free person on the planet. That's why I ask you to stand against the war, starting from March 24th, exactly one month after the Russian invasion. From this day and after then, show your standing. Come from your offices, your homes, your schools and universities. Come in the name of peace. Come with Ukrainian symbols to support Ukraine, to support freedom, to support life. Come to your squares, your streets. Make yourselves visible and heard. Say that people matter, freedom matters, peace matters, Ukraine matters. From March 24th, in downtowns of your cities, all as one together who want to stop the war. Thank you. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.